Welcome to the July 2009 article from Scientific American, presented by Audible. In From the Moon to Mars, Harrison H. Schmidt, the lunar module pilot for the Apollo 17 mission, offers some pointers for future explorers of Mars. Mountains higher than the walls of the Grand Canyon of the Colorado towered above the long, narrow valley of Taurus Litro. A brilliant sun, brighter than any sun experienced on Earth, illuminated the cratered valley floor and steep mountain slopes, starkly contrasted against a blacker-than-black sky. My crewmate, Gene Cernan, and I explored this nearly four-billion-year-old valley, as well as the slightly younger volcanic lava rocks and ash partially filling it, for three days in 1972, concluding the Apollo program. It was the first and so far only time a geologist has ever done hands-on study of another world. Now the U.S., the European Union, Russia, and other international partners are contemplating sending astronauts to Mars to do field work there, probably beginning within the first third of this century. What will be new and what will be familiar to the first geologist to step before a red Martian sunrise? Most accounts of the Apollo missions focus on their historic first and their high-tech achievements, but those of us who participated also remember the low-tech human side, hiking over the terrain, chipping away with a geology hammer, hauling rocks and getting our bearings under the alien conditions. Any geologist would recognize the principles and techniques of field exploration that we applied. The fundamentals did not change. The goal was still to document and graphically represent the structure, relative age, and alteration of natural features, so as to infer their origins and the resources they might provide to civilization one day. Nor did leaving Earth change the principles related to expedition planning and execution, such as how to collect and document samples. If anything, those principles become more important as revisits to the same place become less likely. Particularly unchanged was the need for human touch, experience and imagination in fully realizing the scientific and humanistic value of exploration. For each new body that people explore, we must build on our experience exploring the last place we've been, as geologists have done on Earth for more than two centuries. We must continually ask what may be similar and what may be different. How will Martian geology, accessibility, exploration strategy, and optimal crew composition compare with the experience of Apollo? In the Lunar Field Extremely complex influences affect geologic features on Earth. The crust, magma, water, and atmosphere interact. Oceanic plates and continents break and collide. Objects from space impact, and the biosphere, including humans, alters the landscape. On the moon, the influences in the past four billion years largely have been external, confined to the effects of impacts and of energetic particles that constitute the solar wind. The absence of an atmosphere exposes surface materials to the extraordinarily hard vacuum of space. Meteors and comets, some as small as dust grains and traveling at tens of kilometers per second, strike and modify the rocks, rock fragments, glass and dust. This process has produced what passes for soil on the moon, a covering of fragmented and partially glassy debris called the lunar regolith that blankets most older volcanic flows.